Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. So at the winery, we started this thing called Personal Growth Day. It's a day where I bring in professional speakers from around the world and give them the the ability to talk on any topic they want. It was so powerful. There were five guys, and oh my gosh, they blew the room away. Powerful stuff. But I want you to notice that we called it Personal Growth Day. We didn't call it Personal Success Day or Personal Winning Day or Reaching the Finish Line Day. You see, the excitement, fulfillment, satisfaction, it's always in the process of striving for greatness. It's in the growth. It's in the personal growth. It's who you can possibly become. Winning is not in the arriving. It's not in any location. There's no finish line where you're going to go, I've arrived and now I can be here the rest of my life. Because every goal, every record we ever set, it'll be broken by you or someone else. The winning is who we need to become in the process while striving for greatness. If people go to personal growth day and then they don't do anything afterwards, they could have gotten the same feeling by just taking a warm bath. It's always in the striving. It's the moving it forward. Because a day like personal growth day makes you feel warm and cozy and exciting. And like I said, you can get the same thing by taking a bath. It's something we got to do constantly every day. I tell people, personal growth, it's kind of like taking a shower. You do it daily. You don't do it once a year. You don't do it once a week. You do it every day. And if we don't do it every day, it it begins to wear off. You You might start to smell. Our success is found in our daily routine, period. Change what we do, and we will change what we get. So I say, develop a lifestyle of personal growth. Build it into your life audiobooks, podcasts, reading. It's all on your phone right now. And most of it's free. Information is so easy today. It's free. It's sitting there. All we got to do is get it out of our phone and into our head. And by the way, there's no upper limit to personal growth. You can go, you can go as far as you want. So my topic of the day, originally it was going to be called the three currencies of life. And you know what, guys? I was going to take a shortcut. I was going to present on something that I've already done. But but then I thought to myself, wait wait a minute. Wait a minute, Randy. This is called personal growth. And if if I'm presenting on something I've already done and I'm not willing to grow, what's up with me? So I just spoke my heart. I got up on stage and I just spoke my heart. It took me years to make personal growth a daily part of my life. It took me committing to everyone in my life that I will write a Wednesday's presentation and present it on Facebook Live. You all were my personal accountability partner. I couldn't do it without you all. I needed you to hold me accountable to to build personal growth into my day because before the Wednesday's talks began, I wasn't consistent. I didn't do it on a daily basis. And yet there's still some days I let myself down every once in a while. I mean, I tell people, there's no such thing as 110%. So if I give 90% today, I lost that 10% forever. 
I try to gain every 100%. You know, at the wineries, because, you know, Tiff and I started it, I'm looked at as the leader. But I've learned the most challenging person to lead is myself. We are always the most challenging person to lead. It's a daily task to continue to discipline my will to strive for excellence. And so it is with you. We will never just coast into personal growth. It's always pushing the boulder up the hill. Always. There's some mornings my alarm goes off and I, I just don't want to get up. But then I think to myself, wait a minute, Maggie and Joseph, they're depending on me to drive them to school. And I committed to them that I will drive them to school every single morning. It's a commitment that I made to them. So I get up. You see, when you make a commitment and tell the world, everyone knows where you're going. Everyone knows what you're doing. Commitments are final. You got to make commitments in your life. People say things like, yeah, I'll try. That's like saying, I ain't going to do it. I'll give it my best shot. That's like saying, I don't think I'm going to do it. People are afraid of commitments because it's final. If it's to be, it's up to you. Commitment, commitment creates these bright lines in our life that we will never cross. It's a bright line that everyone sees, including you. Think about it. The person committed to prison, everyone knows where they're going because they're committed. Many people live with fuzzy lines rather than bright lines. It allows them to get, get themselves off the hook, and then they wonder why they don't have a high self-esteem because they can't count on themselves. Once we're committed to following bright line rules, we are an unstoppable force and our self-esteem rises. After all, commitment is final for you and everyone else. The line has been drawn and we will not cross it. Commitment or bright line rules, they don't allow us to let ourselves down. It's a rule you won't break. I will always drive my children to work. I will always drive my children to school. These bright lines in our lives, they ensure we will win the battle within. Because we're all facing the battle in our own mind. We, you do and so do I. It's the battle to do what we need to do when we need to do it. It's the battle to put the, all your effort into every moment of your life. I use the bright line rule to not cheat everyone out of a, an original presentation at Personal Growth Day. Something in me, though, I wanted to just walk it in. I wanted to represent the three currencies of life. If you've listened to this podcast enough, you'll know that's an old presentation I gave long ago, but it's a good one. So I thought, man, that, that's a great one. I'll just rework that one. You know, we're all very similar. We will deliver success or we will deliver an excuse. And I, I was an inch away from delivering an excuse that day. The struggle in my mind, it was in full swing. I thought, what up? Just play it safe. Deliver something that I know is a winner. I know it'll hit hard. I know it'll, it'll add value to people's lives. Take it easy, Randy. You work so hard. I've got some great messages. So why not? So why create a new one? I thought no one will notice. And that is true. No one would have noticed. But I would have. If we quit little by little, we become quitters little by little. And I was about to do it. But then words of my mom shot through my head. Quoting Emerson, make the most of yourself, Randy, for that is all there will ever be of you. Make the most of yourself, for that is all there will ever be of you. <sighs> that is all there will ever be of you. 
How much can you make of yourself? How much have you made of yourself? What's possible? Anything's possible. There are no limits to personal growth. And those at the top of the mountain, well, they didn't just fall there. For me, the commitment to excellence in that presentation means I will not yield to the temptation of shortcuts in the future. In other words, my current self can count on my future self because I've made a commitment to never cross that line. It's a bright line in my life. Bright lines are clear, they're simple, they're unambiguous rules that we commit to. We can't help but notice when we cross a bright line. It's like the person trying to lose weight, but they love donuts. So they commit to only eating donuts on Saturday morning. That's not a bright line. It's a blurry rule that opens the door for negotiation with ourselves. We say, well, (laughs) I'm going to eat a donut on Saturday morning, so what's the difference with eating one Friday night and then Sunday morning too? And then what the heck, let's have it on Wednesday. The person that commits to eating less donuts has no bright lines. They have fuzzy boundaries. Fuzzy boundaries always lead to self-rationalization and ultimately to failure. In contrast, zero donuts is a bright line. It's crystal clear when you've crossed the line. It's a commitment. If there's icing on your lips, the line has been crossed. This isn't practical for all self-control issues. I mean, someone trying to be on a diet can't sustain from all food. (laughs) But it will help with not eating donuts or Snicker bars or soda or whatever it is that owns you that you want to own. That's what I'm getting at. What owns you that you want to own? Draw a bright line and never cross it. You see, once we're committed, and here it is, this is the whole thing. Our present self can feel confident that our future self is just as committed. Our self-esteem is directly connected to how well we follow through for ourselves. With the power of commitment, we should ask ourselves, what would we attempt to do if we knew we could not fail? You know, you can take this whole commitment thing, bright line concept to a whole new level. You all know I'm a person of faith. I tend not to hide it. I believe God put us here with meaning and purpose and the seeds of ability to achieve it all. That's his gift to me. My gift to him is maximizing the gifts to give back to him. Suddenly, with this realization, commitment becomes part of our character. It's engraved and written all over us. It's no longer striving or resisting or struggling. It's simply who we are. Good or bad, our beliefs, they're integrated into our determination. In other words, through faith, we can go from, I believe I can, so therefore I do, to my purpose is, so therefore I am. What would become possible if you were simply being paid for being you? What would your life look like? with greater influence, bigger impact, more income, what would become possible? Your purpose is, so therefore you are. So one big thing I've I think I got out of the talk. Well, first of all, thanks for calling me out about the donuts thing. I love that you do this in the, 
really good. <laughs> I love that you you find ways to just <laughs> hey Ralph. Ah, That's pretty funny. <laughs> you remember that donut thing? No, I'm just kidding. Right. Um, but I do have a problem with eating donuts. Anyway, uh, commitment seemed to be the biggest thing that stood out with personal growth. The commitment aspect, right? right? So everybody's right. like, what is personal growth? How do you right? Like, I, of course, I want to strive to do better, but how do I do it? The one thing that really stuck out was the emphasis you had on commitment by mm -hmm. making commitments, not only for yourself, but with other people for other people in turn helps you build your own personal, like you grow as a person for the positive, better you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but one thing that I liked that you highlight that I'm going to highlight is that instead of focusing on winning something, you focus on the, the, the arrival, like the, the journey of getting to there. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious why. You know, most people shoot for the end goal. They write like, here's the end goal. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. And then like me, it's like, oh, like what's the, like the goal? That's the end goal to film movies. Like that's the goal. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm doing all this. You do all this stuff. And the arrival, I guess what I'm trying to say is why the emphasis on the arrival and the journey to get there and not the emphasis on the goal or the winning, the, mm -hmm. the accomplishing the goal. Mm -hmm. Because when, once you get there, you will feel a sense of deflated. So I've set some big goals in life and I've achieved some big goals and I've, I've realized that it's, it's who you need to become in the process that matters more than the end goal. You know, I'm a guy that's, you know, I've, I've been to a world cup in the Italian Alps, standing at the top of the mountain, looking out at the, at the whole mountain range, finally realizing it's not the end goal that mattered. It's who I had to become in the process to have the right to stand there. And then if there is no goal after that end goal, well, the excitement and enthusiasm of life is over and life can be very dull and gray. It's, it's the striving that makes life exciting. It's the, it's the time. It's the, it's the night before Christmas. That's most electric. It's not Christmas morning. You ever notice that? Yeah. It's, 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 it's looking forward to something. It's striving towards it. It's trying to become a better version of who you were yesterday. You know, and that, that's, that's what makes life exciting. You know, it's, it's not the goal. You know, most, Records, most awards, they get dust on them. They get forget forgotten. But what lasts is who the person became in the process of it all. So why do you think we're focused? We as in like a society, we as people are so focused on the win. Like I'm trying to put it into like a, into like a perspective. Cause like growing up, mm -hmm. that's all you want to do is win. Like I have, a, I would like to think at least I have like a winning mm -hmm. mentality. It's like, I want mm -hmm. to win. I want to win. Mm -hmm. And I'm so absorbed in the concept of winning mm -hmm. that the journey to get there is like, yeah, it's just, it's gotta be done. Like, it's just like, yeah, it is what it has to, it is what it is. Right. Like, it's just like, Oh, if you want this, this is what it is. You got to pay your dues. There is no excuse. There is no shortcuts. And I have a question about shortcuts also, but why do you think as a society we're so focused on winning? Because with that explanation, it's like, what's well, a miserable way to live then if once you not a miserable way to live, but if you get to your goal, it's like, well, it's adult. That's it. Life is over. It's, you think it's more people using the, the, the win, the goal, what defines them as opposed to just everything that they learn throughout life. Hmm. So I'm asking more for yeah, myself too, because I'm, I'm so focused mentally you. on winning all the time that it's not about winning and losing because in business there is no, I mean, there could be a winner and loser, I guess, but like, I don't look at business that way, but so, there are little goals that I keep trying to get to. Right. What was the, one of the best days of the podcast room? Like, do you remember the day that you moved into this room? I do. Right. 
It was probably your dad was here moving the desk in. Yeah, we were right? building the desk, him and I. Right? It felt so good. You'll always remember that, right? I already see where you're going with it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and that's part of the process, right? Yeah. And that's what matters more than if one day you're standing on, you know, some stage and they go in the podcast room, top podcast producer in the world. You would go, well, that's great and all, but let me thank this person, that person. Do you remember when it was this? Remember what was that? Remember we did that? You won't go, yeah, look how awesome I am. Look at me on the stage. Isn't it great? Look at this. Wow. Isn't it, look how shiny this trophy is, guys. No one's ever done that. No one's ever won the award going, oh my God, this moment right here is the best moment of my life. They always go, no, I want to thank that person, that person. I want to, I want to, re, want to re revisit that moment. It's, oh, they always go back to the past. They always, they, they always talk about the process of getting there. And then they go, well, now what? Now, where do we go? I now, see. where do we go? Once, once you, once you've arrived, it's a dangerous spot because where do you go from there? So then you, people just set goals that are not attainable. Oh, oh no. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, there is not much excitement in setting a goal that you know you could achieve. The real, the real excitement is setting a goal that is not possible of, of who you are today, that you must transform yourself into a much bigger version of what you are to accomplish that goal. That's where the fun is. It's who you become in the process. Every single day when someone's going to work, they're earning a living and they're becoming something. Who you're becoming is much more than the money you're earning. Mm -hmm. The money will come and go. Who you are is what lasts. That's what endures. That's what your legacy will be. You know, like what people know of you, you know, can you endure? I can tell you the other day I got, I, I broke my personal best 5k running alone right, the, the other night. It was such an exciting moment. I was completely alone out on the road. My parts pounding on my chest. You know, you're just dying and I'm running alone. I got an app in my ear. You know, I use, I use one of the apps that, you know, tells you right where you're at. And, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to get this thing. That moment was the most ecstatic, exciting, joyful moment. So therefore, joy and excitement is not connected to pleasure at all because it was the most painful moment, but it was pure joy. People think, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to experience pleasure and then I'll be a happy person. does not work that way. It doesn't that. work that way. No. Pleasure is always, always achieved in the striving and becoming of the best version of who you possibly can be. That's pleasure. You want to be someone with joy and enthusiasm and excitement, set big goals and every day align your life where you're going towards that goal. And you can see little incremental gains along the way, like, like breaking your personal best in a 5k or that today, this week, instead of listening to two books, I listened to three books or this past week, I was, I was able to put my children to bed every day of the week, or I read them a story every day of the week. I, whatever, whatever it is, whatever you're moving towards, but people without a goal, they're wondering generalities. They have no, no meaning and no purpose. We should be like what Zig says, a meaningful specific going right towards something. You know, people are born with gifts in this world and the people that have a positive impact on the world, they simply, they recognize their gifts and they go, I'm going to build on these gifts and I'm going to use the gifts to give to other people. And just like that, they become superstars because they're using their gifts to give to others. And then the others give back to them and they go, this is so easy. I'm being paid for being who I am. But people, people think, well, I need to work on my weaknesses. That's wrong. Yeah. We, you should forget about your weaknesses. You know why? The world pays for nines and tens, not twos and threes, right? And if you're a two or a three, you're not going to get to a 10. You're going to get to like two, five or six. You can move your life a couple notches in areas. So figure out what am I good at? And then how can I build on this? What do I enjoy doing? And what am I good at? What am I just born good to do? And just do that. But it takes self-esteem. You got to be able to say to people, 
My name is Randy. I'm bad at most everything in life, except I'm pretty good at communicating. I'm pretty good at leading. And I feel like I can work. I can work longer and endure more pain than most people. That's what I'm good at. I love that you didn't even say that you make good wine. That's Oh, yeah, no. No, I, I, you know, wow. Blue Ridge Winery is uh, ranked 13th top winery in the entire nation. I say all the time, it's not the wine. Yeah, you do. It's not the wine. Wow. People don't come there for the wine. People come there because how it feels. Why? I'm good at communicating. I'm good at leading. And I'm, I'm, I'm good at enduring more pain. So I can, I can create a space that is so unbelievably gorgeous and beautiful. They go, you got to come feel this. You got to see the way it feels. Something magic is happening there. And they bring their friends. They're going, wow, feels unbelievable. There are 1.2 million lights in the vineyards. Takes a lot of pain to get those lights up. You got to be able to endure hanging lights for weeks. We have lighting on the tree line. You have to be able to run electric a quarter mile in the woods underground. <laughs> You're enduring pain, right? You're doing things. I always say, if you want to achieve abnormal things, do you got to do abnormal things, right? Yeah. Right. So if you want to achieve greatness, you got to do things that are hard, very hard. Do things that no one else is doing. You know, every, you know, the best example of like our mind always has this thing where it goes, that's not possible. And I don't know what it is, but the best example I can give you, Ralph, if, if I took you and I took you down the wine cellar right now and I pulled a pallet of wine out from the other pallets, they're all lined up, right? Pallet, 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 all lined up. And I pulled the middle one out and I put it in the middle of the room and I had you walk up and I go, take a look at that hole. And then take a look at that palette and tell me, will that fit in there? Your mind will say, no, that won't fit. I promise you. You'll go, there's no way that'll fit in there. It looks way too small. That will not work. And I can take the thing and just push it right in. That's, and we need to see that, that your mind is telling you it's not possible. It's possible. Whatever your mind is saying, no, that's not possible for you. <laughs> it's possible. Mm. Wow. I think we're good. I I had a question about shortcuts. Yeah. And I think as we were going through this explanation, so I was like, I'm dumbfounded in a way. Cause it's like, I, yeah, I don't know. Cause I think I, it answers itself. Cause my question about shortcuts is like about resistant temptation to take the shortcuts. What advice would you give someone that's struggling? Right. Mm -hmm. To, to take, take an shortcuts. easier path. Right. Cause like when you're going through and I, I want to expand on that just a little mm -hmm. bit. Cause and I'm not saying it's something that I do but we live in a world now in 2023 where there's all these tools, right? Mm -hmm. And one of these tools, especially with the podcasting industry, maybe I'll call out the industry. There's an element of, of creativity. There's an element of, of, of media, whatever you want to call this, this realm. There's a human element to it that cannot be replaced. Mm -hmm. And with this introduction to, to AI, right? There's companies out there that like our whole thing, like mm -hmm. that we're doing right now, mm -hmm. after this is done, you could put it into an editing software, hit run, and it will automatically edit our, automatically edit our episode, stamp of a finger. And I don't have to, I would never wow. have to sit down in front of the computer. I don't edit that way because mm -hmm. there's an element of human that you can, mm -hmm. I feel like I, when you watch it, it goes, oh, that was def that's created by Autopod. Like you just know mm -hmm. there's a difference. There's a different element between that and editing like a normal human mm -hmm. being. Is that consider? Why are the people then? Because that's a shortcut. In my opinion, that's a shortcut. Mm -hmm. You're using a tool. Sure, it's a good tool, but it's still an element of AI that's not really. I don't know. There's no human element there. You can tell that it's edited, but it's not edited by a human. Mm -hmm. Things like that, because we don't think that way. We don't think to edit to someone going, <coughs> and there's an instant cut. To, you know what I mean? Like this, mm -hmm. you, you would never edit to that, but it happens. Mm -hmm. But the world is now accustomed to shortcuts. Hmm. Do I need to adapt to a shortcut in order to 
keep up with my business in order for my business to thrive. Because if I don't, other people are, right? They're automatically going out there. Because it's almost like now, in the time where media was can be here, like this is media, like so-and-so does this, so-and-so does that. We live in this world now where anybody could do media. It's like, well, you kind of can, right? Like everybody has a phone, you can film. Sure, uh, understood, depending on what the content is. But now this introduction of AI and stuff comes out there. It's a short, I think of it as a shortcut, but companies are using these companies that use these tools. Mm -hmm. So how about, there's, there's a difference between shortcut and efficiency. Okay. Right? You see what I mean? So a shortcut is, is, is taking away, do it in a way where you're cheating someone out of something. That's a shortcut. Shortcut. The word shortcut is a negative connotation. Yeah. They, 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 they took a shortcut. They didn't quite do it all the way. I see. And you always pay a price for shortcut. Always. They're, everything has a price in this world, right? So if someone's going to take a shortcut, they're not going to, they're either going to pay with their self-esteem, their self-worth, or they're going to pay the price that it's not going to, not going to pr produce as well as they wanted it to. Mm -hmm. Why? They took the shortcut. I've learned the best way in life is always a long way. Every single time. It's always yeah. a long way. Never take a shortcut. Because if you don't, if, if, if the person doesn't know, you know, and you have to live with yourself yeah. and you may take a shortcut, you're going to pay the price of your own self-esteem because you'll know that you, you, you walked it in. You took the shortcut. You're not as good as you think you are and you'll know it. I mean, how many times you, th you see, like, uh, you think about, remember what happened with, uh, oh, the, the bicycle guy. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong, Lance, right? Yeah, Lance. Right. He lived his life in a way where it's like, you know, I'm. This is what I am. Yeah, I'm authentic. I'm and they find it's like you've been taking steroids to, to, to perform like that. He was taking a shortcut. It's an easier way. I can take this shot. It'll make me faster. Yeah, he worked hard. He worked just as hard as everyone else, but he also took a shortcut. And he won. When he was standing on those podiums. He claimed it for his own, and it what, wasn't his. But do you think that for one second, he stood there and went, yeah, I really am the greatest? I don't know. See, that's the... That's, uh... I want to believe no, but I think people, no way. right? You, you no don't way. think? No, no. You always know. I mean, you, you can fool other people. You can't fool yourself. You always know if you took a shortcut. Always. Always. I had a question asked me the other day. They go, how do you think someone can improve their life? And I go, wow, it's <laughs> a pretty broad question. I go, well, I'd recommend while you're alone in your bedroom, walk out to the mirror and go, my name is Randy. What can you do to improve your life? And you'll get an answer like that. Yeah, I see. Because you know, you always know. Yeah. You instantly, you might go, well, geez, you could get up the same time every day. You could, you could not, you could not, uh, eat, eat crap all day. You could exercise a little bit. The instant, the answer will come there, but there's a difference between knowing and doing. We, we know the right thing to do, but to will yourself into doing it, that's a different matter. And it's a matter of owning yourself and owning your mind and knowing that I will not take a shortcut. I will always do it the right way every time. That's it. Yeah. You know, at the winery, I don't want to hire people to take shortcuts. Would, would you want to hire someone to take shortcuts? No, no absolutely right? not. No one, and that's no what, one And that's what, I, that's in the conundrum that I have. Like I outsource some stuff to editors. Yeah, but a and shortcut and efficiency are not the same thing. But is it efficient? Does the shortcut make it efficient? Like the, it, I, A shortcut well, cheats someone out of something. Right. So that Efficiency that, does not. So then it is a shortcut, then it's not efficient. You see what I'm saying? So, and I think, and that's where that fine line is that I'm trying to distinguish. Cause it's like, well, sure. Like that, sure. I could plug this whole 30 minute podcast. I can very well take this 30 minute podcast, sync the auto hit run and be done in three minutes. Be, like that's how fast it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, cr it's truly a crazy piece of technology. Like it really mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. but there's an element of human 
well, the, the entire element of human is removed right. and you can tell yeah. that it's removed. Right. right. But does it, I would keep pulling back to the most searched word this past year, Ralph. Authentic. Right. Yeah. Right. That's that it. Was, that was the answer yeah. I needed. You see, yeah. th- th- I was looking for an answer without this whole right. podcast because right. that's the conundrum I'm having as a business right now. Right. Does it make sense to do that? Stay off. I mean, that guys, the, this past year, the word of the year is the word authentic. It was the most searched word this past year. And in today's world, the world is searching for authenticity. You know, this, Ralph, this is why the underground experience is so popular because I, I, I'm transparent. I let people see right through me. You know, as I want to, people see Randy like, oh, you got a whiner, you got this. Like, no, I'm the, I'm the same. I, I hurt like you hurt. I feel the same emotions. We all do. And they, they walk in they, and they walk out a different person with a perspective on life that is, we are, we really are far more alike than different. Everyone's searching for similar forms of human happiness. What makes me happy is when my wife is happy. Yeah. What makes me happy when I can be with my children. What makes me happy is when Blue Ridge is running smooth and everyone's loving each other and getting along with each other and the guests come in and they can feel it and it feeds off each other and it's ratcheting upward. That's what makes me happy. I love that. You know, and there is no shortcuts to getting that. You cannot take a shortcut to your own personal self-esteem and self-worth. You got to work for it every day. Mm. The commitment to be authentic. Right. You'll, you'll know if you gave it your 100%. You may be able to fool others, but you cannot fool yourself. When, when Lance Armstrong stood on the award winning the, the Tour de France, he knew I took a shortcut. He knew. It, in other words, the prize didn't feel so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't get the, right. like, oh, I did this. Like, right. not to have an ego, but it's like, wow, the, right. pain and str- the pain and the struggle was worth it. Right. Because right. it's like, you sure you experienced pain and struggle, right. but right. you found a way around it. Right. You cheated yourself, right? Maybe a shortcut's a yeah. cheat. It, absolutely. You cheat yourself. You cheat yourself out of the ultimate glory of it all. Out of the ultimate win, because you really didn't win. You took a shortcut. You know, it's like you may fool everyone else, but you didn't fool yourself. You know, there's a wonderful story <laughs> in Vince Lombardi Jr.'s book. It's called uh, Leadership. It's so good. He tells a story about his dad. Like Vince Lombardi had a son named Lince Lombardi, right? And he tells the story that Vince Lombardi, the son, is writing the book about his dad. And he goes, My dad was not worried about being found out. He was authentic. Mm-hmm. He lived it. He was real. He wasn't, he wasn't concerned about that. Because he, you know, and I, I, I remember hearing that going, I want to be like him. Yeah. I want to be the real deal. I want to be it where it's like, when I fail, I fail in grand fashion. Everybody sees it. You know, when I succeed, everybody sees it. I want to be the real deal. And what's in doing that, people are attracted to it. They go, wow, that's pretty cool. The guy's willing to get on a mic and go, yeah, my name is Randy. I graduated high school at almost age 20. I couldn't read until like fifth grade. That's, that's who I am. You know, yeah, I, I used to be a kid that threw rocks at kids. I was kicked out of a couple of high schools. Right. That's Randy. You know, but it's, it's authentic. It's real. And then people can relate to that. They go, wow, me too. Yeah. So if there's hope for him, there's hope for me. Yeah. Right. I see. I needed that. Thank you, man. Thanks, Rafa.